Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II right here on C19 TV. And if you're uh, listening online, that's WGWG.org if you're listening to the audio podcast. But you can also listen online and go to it online, C19.TV. Uh, we talk movies uh, each week right here uh, from the uh, campus of uh, Cleveland Community College. Over there uh, beside camera one, we got a great guest today. This is uh, this is Buford T. Justice. <laughs> Buford, how are you, man? Good to see you. I can't say the first line that came to mind when you think of Buford T. Justice. So I'll just say I'm fine. You know, Jackie Gleason uh, starred as Buford T. in the, the Bandit films. Yep. And man, he was just fun. He was. He, he was, was fun. I, I was looking uh, at some of the quotes from that movie uh, uh, connected to Buford T. Yep. And uh, yeah, you're right. We couldn't share hardly no. any of those uh, on the air. This is a family uh, show. Yeah, but uh, but Tim Foster uh, has actually a calendar. Uh, Tim back there on the Tim Cam, he has a calendar. Uh, I think it's 365 quotes of Buford T. Justice. Is that right? You ordered that off of Amazon? And he uses um, them often. <laughs> <laughs> Walks around the hallways using those uh, you know, today. I get called one of them in particular <laughs> quite often. <laughs> you do. Yeah, he, oh, he's getting ready for you, man. He's getting yeah, ready he's for you. He's been ready for me. Well, uh, today we are going to celebrate uh, the life and times and films of Burt Reynolds. Uh, when Burt Reynolds passed away, uh, 82 years old. Hard to believe. Uh, really hard to believe. I mean, this guy, from, a, from an entertainment standpoint, I say entertainment because he was known for film and for television. Um, he was involved uh, going back to the late 50s when he first really started breaking it, uh, breaking into entertainment, and, uh, and he had uh, successful TV series. Uh, he was a huge film star. You know, you look at, uh, it was an Oscar nominee for the film Boogie Nights. Right. Um, he had 34 different wins and 28 nominations for uh, different categories wow. within film and television. Um, listen to this amount of credits, 186 film and TV credits going back to 1958. That's pretty amazing. I didn't realize that. A, a pretty amazing run yeah. uh, for someone who did uh, westerns, he did comedy, he did action films, uh, he did dramas, and even had the uh, uh, Emmy Award winning uh, performance for Evening Shade that yeah. he did for several years. In the years. late 80s. Yeah. yeah, in the late 80s. And so uh, this was a guy that, uh, that was well known. Uh, he, he had a had this stigma attached to him during the 80s, especially as kind of the, you know, the redneck um, action comedies. He cultivated that in a lot of ways with his film choices. Oh, he did. But he was a much, much better actor than, than that. Yeah, he was. He uh, was yeah. an old-style Hollywood star. He could do comedy. He could do drama. He tried to sing, didn't he, in, in The Lucky Lady. I he did. Well, and, and then there was the, the best he, little whorehouse in Texas where yeah. he But you know he dabbled. didn't do any worse than the guys in the Mamma Mia a few years no, ago. No, he did not. He did not. But, you know, when I think of, when I think of him, um, I don't typically think of, of Burt Reynolds as an actor or one of these, you know, when, when I think about Daniel Day-Lewis, right. I think about the art actor. Yeah. When I think about Burt Reynolds, I think about the movie star. And uh, There's a difference. There's a difference, and, and you can be both, and yeah. we've seen some who have been able to do both. But I think for him, he realized, okay, you know what? I can make money being a movie star. And uh, for five consecutive years in the 80s, it's pretty amazing, five consecutive years, 
he was the number one most bankable star from a Hollywood standpoint on film. And so uh, when you look at those films and the amount of money those films brought in uh, that he was involved in, he made more money than any other star. Uh, and for five, five straight years, it's pretty amazing yeah. for anybody to be able to do this. This late 70s, early 80s? This was the, really, the, it was in the 80s, mm -hmm. the 80s that you really saw that right. take off. And so today we thought we would uh, kind of go down a list of some, uh, some Burt Reynolds films uh, that are on our minds, and I actually uh, sent out some requests uh, via Facebook and Twitter, and I got some feedback from uh, from folks as well. Some folks I knew, some I didn't, who wanted to share some of their favorite uh, Burt Reynolds uh, memories. Uh, I'm going to uh, dive in with the first movie I ever saw Burt Reynolds in. This goes back to 1976. Um, I was 11 years old, so if you can do your math, you can figure out when I was born. Oh, I know, uh, The film was called Gator. And it was actually part of a, a series of films, which I didn't realize until, until much later. Um, there was a series of films, the White Lightning series, right. is what this was called. And uh, ex-cons, uh, moonshiners, local crime lords, corrupt politicians, federal agents, they all come to play in this action crime thriller. And uh, I just remember a lot of car chases and shootouts when I saw this film, and uh, Gator was a film that I really remember enjoying. Uh, Burt Reynolds uh, starred uh, as an Arkansas good old boy. Um, Gator McCluskey uh, was his it's a name. Great name. Yeah, it really was. I, I've, I've considered changing my name to Gator Manning, or Gator I McCluskey like Manning. I could just change my middle name as well. Tim, so. after the break, let's ID him as Gator Manning. Gator Manning, you like that? Yeah. yeah. And you know what, funny story, uh, when I worked on Last of the Mohicans, they actually gave me the Native American name Running Gator. That was my name. <laughs> and the reason why, yeah. reason, one other reason why. Because you ran around, you did stuff but well, for everyone, right? Well, I drove gators, but mostly I had to help supply Gatorade for, oh, uh, for a lot okay. of these, uh, these featured uh, core performers who did the Native Americans. So they gave me I don't the remember alligators in Last of the Mohicans. No, no, running gator. It would have been better with the alligators in yeah. Last of the Mohicans. <laughs> so I think I'm going to get I'm, I'm going to get a new license tag and just running gator. I don't know if I can get that many letters on the back of a license I tag. I go with not. Gator Man. Gator Man. Yeah. Gator Man. Yeah. I will like it. What do you think? What do you think, uh, Mr. Foster? You think that would work? Yeah, yeah. You're good with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's already worked. Oh, look at Gator T. Manning the second. He's already, dude. You are He's so fast. fast. He is fast. You are amazing. You're brilliant. I, I just, uh, I, I have He's nothing. He's cocky, you can tell. I have nothing else to say except God bless you, man. God bless you, and thank you. All right, man, Mr. Tillman, uh, let me hear uh, your thoughts on what would you consider a Burt Reynolds film that people should remember or check out. I, it's hard not to remember Smokey and the Bandit. That's the definitive Burt Reynolds film. And... In a lot of ways, it's kind of a guilty pleasure because, you know, you like to think that, oh, I love Citizen Kane. That's the best. <laughs> you know, or It's a Wonderful Life or something like that. And um, Booking the Bandit basically was a, making a beer run for, from, what, Colorado to Atlanta or something in a weekend, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time since I've seen it. But it's just kind of a guilty pleasure, man. I've always loved it. And I never really get tired of seeing it. Yeah, and, so. and that's, that's the thing, I think, once, you know, once you lose – a movie star or an actor, uh, a lot of people want to go back and revisit yeah. some of the work yeah. that's there as well. But Smoking the Bandit from 1977. Nothing really um, redeeming about it. It's just a funny, it was just fun. light, fluffy film. Yeah, there's, it was. There's nothing wrong with it. It was really the ultimate road trip comedy yeah. in, in many ways. You had characters were good. You had memorable characters. Um, you had, a, had great chemistry between 
Jerry Reed's character, yeah. Burt Reynolds' character, and Sally Field. Right. I thought, as far as a team comedy approach, they really clicked. Yeah. On saying even, I mean, even the the the, uh, the antagonist with Jackie Gleason's character of View right. uh, for T Justice. And I think they had what one or two scenes together, maybe in yeah, the whole film. Yeah, yeah, and and they had three films that came out of this franchise. But you know, you think about it. Um, uh, Trans Am sales went sky high. I had a black Trans Am really? just like that. My dad was in the car business, and uh, and he had one. I said, uh, "Can I borrow that for about six months or yeah. a year or four? So I, I drove that. It, it was a lot of fun. Did I, it I have wish the, I had that car now. Did it have the big? Uh, oh yeah, bird you on bet it? you it did. It yeah, had, it had everything. Yeah. What about you, Tim? Did you ever get a, have a Trans Am? You know, I always wanted a Trans Am like that. I wanted it black. I wanted it to be exactly like that. And and I ended up getting um, a Grand Am, I guess, because... It's not uh, the same. It's no. not. My mom thought, well, hey, you know, it, it's grander than the Trans. It's no, different. It, it was different. I and, hate, to, hate uh, for to know that. And, yeah, I was I was made fun of for, for quite a few years after I drove that, that one in my junior prom. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. You must have been the man. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but from seeing the car pull up, you'd think I was. <laughs> well, you know, that's what it's all about is, is the car. It's all about the car. Uh, you know, anybody also who remembers Citizen Band Radio, CB Radios, right. this, this film really played into so much of the, the late 70s and early 80s as well. Did you have one? Did you have a CB? I had a CB, yeah. Uh, I had a CB. What was your yeah. handle? Um, Macho Man. No, no, I'm sorry. It was a Mojo Man. Mojo Man. Mojo Man. Yeah, M O J O. Mojo right. Man. I was yep. get. I was Guitar Zan. Guitar Zan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was Mojo Man because there was a, a radio show I used to call into in Goldsboro, North Carolina, uh, and uh, it was it was called Morgan in the Morning. The guy was a, a Morgan morning DJ, and his name was Morgan. Wow. Wow. wow, creative, huh? Yeah. And so uh, he would let people just call in, request songs, and just kind of chat, and so. Whenever I would call in, he would say, man, how's the mojo working? It's the mojo man. And so then I would have, have a lot of fun. And so a lot of my friends who would listen called me the mojo man. And so, yeah, I was, I was the mojo There's man. There's another but. title for you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie also, <laughs> it also had a hit soundtrack. And, um, you know, Jerry Reed starred, uh, co-starred along with Burt Reynolds in several films. Yeah. Not just the Bandit films, but several other films as well. And they were, they were you know, really, really great friends. Talking about the soundtrack, Eastbound and Down, that was a big hit. Oh, it was. Itself. It really and, was. And a great song. And I can still remember some of the, the lyrics yeah. from it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Eastbound and Down, Loaded Up and Truck, and I'm going to do what they say can't be done. There you go. Dude! I wish I brought my guitar. Man, I could have sang Guitar's and it. Mojo Man. Eastbound and Down. <laughs> but, but Smokey and the Man, yeah, perfect choice. I, I think an absolute perfect choice uh, from 1977. You know, fast forward to 2017, last year, a film that I've got to recommend, uh, The Last Movie Star. I think in many ways this was a film that kind of celebrated the life of who he was. Uh, I think in so many uh, so many ways this was semi-autobiographical. It was written for him, wasn't it? was it? written for him. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a uh, really of a fish-out-of-water comedy about this aging filmmaker trying to reconnect with the films of his past and trying to reconnect with why he was what he was years earlier. And uh, it was a you know, low-scale um, budget for this film, and it was, it was designed uh, almost as an indie film with that very thing in mind because the, the story follows this aging filmmaker um, who is, his best years are behind him, and he's going to this low-scale film festival kind of celebrating his life. And uh, it was, it, it, in many ways, I think it mirrored reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, really loved this film. I highly recommend it, especially uh, 
you know, in light of, of, uh, of Reynolds passing right after this, this movie hit uh, the home delivery shelves. So I uh, highly recommend checking out uh, The Last Movie Star. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, check that out from uh, 2017. Others on your list, sir? Uh, I mentioned this several months ago when we were talking about comedies, and one of my favorite was called The End. And most people probably haven't heard of The End. It was not a big hit. It was certainly not the type of film he's known for, but he directed it, one of his few directing jobs. Uh, he was a guy who was diagnosed with a, a fatal disease. I don't think they ever said what. Uh, and he decided instead of putting himself and his family and his friends to that, he was just going to kill himself. That doesn't sound funny. But it is. It's very funny. Dom De he ends up uh, making a failed attempt at suicide. He ends up in a sanitarium. He meets Dom DeLuise, who's sometimes over the top. And he probably is in this, but it works. Yeah. And Sally yeah. Field's in this Sally again. Field. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. Myrna Loy was in this. Myrna Loy was his parent. And I know that um, Christy McNichol, a young Christy McNichol was in this. Was and daughter. she ended up getting a yeah. People's Choice Award winning actress for Best Young Actress. One, one of the funniest cameos I've seen in anything was Robbie Benson as the priest. Yes. But anyway, he was way too young to be hearing the sins of Bird, and he was seemed envious. He was pretty funny. <laughs> he was hilarious. Yeah, that, that, this, you know, this movie, uh, you know, if you look at the label on it, it's called a black comedy or a dark yeah. comedy. Yeah. And it was, and that was 1978. Yeah. So you, know, you look at Smoking the Bandit released in 77, this released in 78. And, Completely uh, you know, different. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, but you, you really got a chance to see that he wasn't just the, um, you know, the redneck wise guy yeah. That you would see yeah. in the Smokey films, or even some of the the Gator yeah. White Lightning films, yeah. you, you saw kind of a different side of him. You but did. You still he saw stretched a, his wings a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, Very I like that movie too. The yeah. End from 1978. Uh, another film on my list. You know, we talked earlier about um, westerns and his wide range of films. He did a western back in 1969 that uh, co-starred Raquel Welch. Uh, this film was called 100 Rifles. Never heard of it. One Hundred Rifles, um, I watched it, um, you know, years later because of Raquel Welch. It had nothing well, to do with Burt Reynolds. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. And, uh, but this is the, the typical Western um, exploitation film, if you want to call it that. It had, of course, your gunfights, your bar fights, your bank robberies, the Mexican standoff, um, and, uh, and, and pretty women um, um, taking showers with these big barrels, and that was, uh, of course, Raquel Welch. Uh, but Burt Reynolds, Raquel Welch, 100 Rifles from 1969. <laughs> Trivia, music by Jerry Goldsmith in really? this particular movie. Okay. 100 Rifles, one that uh, I recommend just for the nostalgia and, and looking at the way Westerns were done uh, right. during the late 60s. Was this his answer to the Clint, St Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Westerns from you know, that I same period? You know, I think it probably was, yeah. I mean, they were buddies, I think. Yeah, uh, I think so. And, and he did a few other Westerns as well that were, uh, that were feature films. But 100 White Rifles was the first one that I remember. And then as I was going back to revisit some of his films, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's one I need to go back and, and yeah. check out. So yeah. last year, I think I was... Um, doing a film class with, with my students and we were talking about westerns and uh, we talked about Eastwood and they said, you know, did Eastwood have any other friends that did this? And I said, yeah, Burt yeah. Reynolds, matter of fact. And so I went back and revisited 100 Rifles from 1969, uh, well worth checking out. Well, we're going to take uh, a, a quick intermission right here on uh, C19 TV's Meet Me in the Movies. So we're talking about Burt Reynolds celebrating his life, his movies, his, uh, his time. And uh, Tim Foster's got a few of his uh, favorites he's going to send out uh, by messenger. 
uh, during the break, and so hopefully we'll be able to share some of those as well. Uh, Greg Tillman's got about 1,200 on his list that we're going to check out. Uh, at least we'll check out one of them right after this break on Meet Me at the Movies. He's bound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like a bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we got to run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. Welcome back. Wow. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. Uh, I am Noel T. Manning II. We are celebrating uh, the life and times of uh, movie star Burt Reynolds, uh, the Oscar nominee for the movie uh, Boogie Nights. And uh, during the break, uh, Mr. Tillman and I, we were talking about, uh, we talked about Raquel Welch right before you uh, going to the break. You betcha we did. Yeah. <laughs> Raquel Welch, the film 100 Rifles. And we were, you know, talking about Charlie's Angels, Farrah Fawcett, kind of went us on, sent us on that little rabbit hole and talking about posters hanging up in your room. And, yeah, I had posters of, of every popular female actress, music star all over my wall. And, I mean, honestly, you couldn't see anything. It was like wallpaper. Yeah. And even on the ceilings. I mean, I had, I had it around the light fixtures. And so um, if there had been a fire in my room, I would have been the first to go. <laughs> uh, now, you didn't have any... You're going to go there. Are you? <laughs> I am going to go there, dude. <laughs> you didn't have posters of Farrah Fawcett or Cheryl Ladd. I, I, I didn't. Yeah. In retrospect, I can see how that could have been misconstrued. Yeah. I had, I've always been interested in music. Right. I have a band now. Yeah. We, we, we play often, and I've always uh, enjoyed um, that hobby. But <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm delaying. You are. But I had, uh, you know, now you got to remember the times, right. early 70s. Yes. I was a fan of. The Partridge Family, yeah. and David Cassidy, Dan and Bonaduce, and you know all the other. So bands you didn't have the. Sister. I didn't have. I didn't have like. You, you didn't know, have Laurie Partridge she, on your. No, wall. I had like David Cassidy and oh. Danny Bonaduce. Yeah, and folks like that, because I it was I emulated them. I, I aspired to be them. They were oh. my heroes. Gotcha. That's what it was. I got gotcha. you. So what did you Honest. have? Greg Greg Brady, Bobby Brady. Um, nah, no, nah, they're a bunch of wimps. <laughs> <laughs> you put Danny, Danny Bonaduce or Danny Partridge in the same room with Greg Brady, and you know who's going to come out on top. <laughs> well, thanks for that uh, inside, inside uh, yeah, thanks look for bringing it into up, your too. mind and your past. And uh, Tim is real excited about that. He's going to see if he can find some pictures. <laughs> Look on the ceiling. That's a mirror. Yeah. Actually. Oh, is there a Danny Bonatucci picture on the ceiling? Yeah. No, he's lying. But there should be. There should be. I'm going to work on that. That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Well, let's let's dive back in and talk some more uh, movies about uh, Burt Reynolds. I don't think you can talk about a Burt Reynolds film without uh, talking about one that comes to so many people's minds uh, from uh, 1972, Deliverance. Oh yes. That was not a comedy. Uh, this was uh, this was a, a disturbing film on a lot of different levels. John Voight, uh, Ned Beatty uh, co-starred in this, and it's not a it's also not a Chamber of Commerce endorsement for Backwoods Georgia no. or river rafting or even uh, dueling banjos. How often have you seen the, the T-shirts that say "I hear banjo music"? Exactly, that's where it came from. Exactly, and so you know you talk about a film that weaved its way into pop culture and right. became a phenomenon. That you know, how many years later? It's 70, 1972, uh, So almost all these 50 years. decades later, yeah. 
it's still something people think about. It's a disturbing film. Yeah, it really is. There's some very uncomfortable things, even by today's standards. Yeah, yeah it really is. But it, it, I think it's a film from a historical standpoint that if you are interested in film history, I think everyone should watch this film. Yeah. Um, it, it's not a film that you leave uh, with a warm, fuzzy feeling like you do from no. Smokey and the Bandit um, no. or from 100 Rifles, for that matter. Different kind of feelings, but Deliverance is one that I think uh, you can't talk about Burt Reynolds without talking about Deliverance. Oh, I agree. I agree. Had a, had a big hit song, Dueling Banjos, by Charlotte's own Arthur Smith. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Who had a lot of connections to this area as well. So. Right. Right. All right, um, uh, and and that you know that I think that film more than anything at, at that point in his career rocketed him to, to stardom, don't you think? Yeah, I agree. And I think right after that he did the uh, the the Cosmopolitan magazine centerfold issue. Yeah, I don't think it was long after yeah, that. And then you did one shortly after yeah, that. Yeah, yes. I think we can see that. Yeah, too. that's uh, yeah. I, I, we don't talk about that. Kind of like you uh, don't talk about Danny Bonaducci. No, no, uh, no. on your wall. We don't I, talk I think about. We should see the poster. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you went there. Well, speaking of, uh, of, of changing the subject, uh, let's, let's go to The Longest Yard from 1974. I haven't seen it. I never saw it. Dude, this movie, um, I remember seeing this, and, and I don't know if I saw it before or after. I don't remember the time frame, because the first movie I really remember, as I said, was Gator from 1976, but 1974 right. was The Longest Yard. It was more of an adult film. This was not aimed at the kids. Um, you know, it was a Golden Globe winning comedy from, from that year. Uh, one of my favorites, as I've gone back to think about some of my favorite football related films. Yeah. This one shows up there. You know, convicts versus the guards uh, in this prison match, uh, prison, uh, this prison football, uh, football game. And uh, it, was just, it was just a heck of a lot of fun. It had a lot of great one-liners. It had wonderful characters. And then years later, there was a remake of this with uh, Adam Sandler. Burt Reynolds came back and starred in it as well. How was the remake? The not, remake was pretty good. What was it? I did it's like it. It's usually not the case. You know, I did like it. I mean, I've, I didn't like it as much as the first because right. the first was what it was, but this was... Uh, Adam Sandler's no Burt Reynolds. No, but you know what? Uh, when you talk about the movie star standpoint, I mean, from a comedy standpoint, it really worked. Huh. Um, uh, I was at a conference recently, and it was showing on, I don't know, HBO or Showtime, and, and I got a chance to revisit it and really liked it. And it was kind of cool to see Burt Reynolds come back, play a different role, but still still be there and, and kind of pay homage to a film that, uh, that he was involved in that was so successful as right, well. Right. Another film on your list. He never won an Academy Award, but, and maybe his only nomination, I think, was for uh, Boogie, uh, Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah, from what, 1990, what was it? Uh, Boogie 90, Nights was 97. 21 years ago, wow. Yeah. Uh, where he played a porn producer. Uh, that kind of made Mark Wahlberg a star too. Don Cheadle, I think, several yeah. others. Yeah. Heather Graham was in that, who's underrated and should be in more films, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, that was... A, a, kind of a breakthrough part for him in a way and a comeback role at the time yeah it was it was a it was a, a film that's not for the kids no this is not for the young kids this no. is a you know heavy r rating and i think you know the unrated cut would have would have been an nc-17 had it had it shown in theaters but right. uh you know films about filmmaking always intriguing to me but uh, this is a, a film about porn filmmaking adult uh, filmmaking uh, period piece also takes place in the 1970s, yeah. 1977, I think, which, which was... Which I guess was the height of that industry. That industry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Boogie Nights, uh, one you can't not think about, especially with the, uh, the Oscar nomination for that. Uh, another one on my favorite list from uh, 1978, uh, this is the movie that I think most reminds me of 
how close Burt Reynolds and Earl Owensby were in, in the way that they portrayed themselves in comedies. The movie was called Hooper. Uh, it was a comedy yeah. that explored the, kind of the, the life of this washed up Hollywood stuntman. Co-star Terry Bradshaw, Adam West. Really? In this, I don't remember him in it. Jan, Jan Michael, Michael Vincent. Vincent. And he had the name Ski. I remember that, Ski, because I, that was my name right after that. So I had Ski, I was a mojo man, I was Gator. And, and the you reason get all that on one line, Tim? Yeah, people started calling me Ski because mm. I started doing kind of like these crazy stunts in school, and they're like, you're just trying to be Ski. And I'm like, well, okay, sure I am. Yeah, you know, be better technology. I'm like the six million dollar man. So you're a bad driver. Stunts. Well, I, I'm not going to talk about that, but I did a lot of crazy stunts. Uh, but this was my favorite film in the summer of 1978, and also it reminds me of the Earl Owensby film Death Driver, uh, in yeah. a lot of different ways. Yeah. And uh, which so, came first? Um, you know, I don't know when Death Driver came out, but I would say they were very close Around to the, the same, same time, time frame. Mm -hmm. There's so many more. Any others yeah. you want to make sure you mention? Uh, starting over, I think, from the late 70s with Joe Clayburgh. Uh, she was going through a divorce. I think maybe he had two, and it was basically kind of a midlife uh, do-over for yeah. both of these yeah. people. I think maybe she won an Oscar for it. I don't know if he got a nomination or not. Worth checking out. Though. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The movie was called? Uh, Starting Over. Starting Over. And, uh, and if you want to watch this show again, you can start it over and rewind and watch the, the tribute to Burt Reynolds uh, right here on uh, C19 You know, TVs. this could have been a two-parter. There's so many. It really could have been. Yeah. And, and maybe we'll come back and do yeah. some more. But there are quite a few on the list. And, uh, and Tim did bring us his list. And, um, and we didn't get to any of them. So sorry, man. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but we'll do that in part uh, two of our celebration, if we do one, of uh, Burt Reynolds' uh, Life and Times. I do want to leave you with a movie quote. This does come from a uh, Burt Reynolds film, The Longest Yard, and, and this almost feels like a tweet that would come out from some government official. Uh, I'm going to direct oh, this no. at you, Mr. Tillman. What? My, you have lovely hair. <laughs> you ever find spiders in it? That comes from The Longest Yard and Paul Crew. <laughs> Uh, so until next time, I am Noel Manning reminding you, you can always email us info at c19.tv. You can always find all of the shows from Cleveland Community College's C19 TV at info, I'm sorry, c19.tv. And you can download the uh, audio podcast at wgwg.org. Until next time, I'm Noel T. Manning II for Tim and for Greg. That is a wrap. Happy